the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are live here in Tallahassee, Florida this afternoon and uh, delighted that uh, you are joining us today. And uh, we have some breaking news this afternoon, especially for many of you uh, who hail from the um, the island of Cuba uh, or have friends or relatives from there. Uh, this just in, the U.S. Geological Survey uh, says that there was a powerful earthquake. In fact, it is 7.7 on the Richter scale. That uh, earthquake... Um, Uh, showed up just south of Cuba and northwest of Jamaica. If you want to jot this down, it was centered about 86 miles northwest of Montego Bay, Jamaica, and about 87 miles uh, southwest of Negero, Cuba. Uh, It happened about 2.10 p.m. this afternoon, so just a little uh, less than an hour ago. And uh, the epicenter was um, relatively shallow, only about six miles beneath the surface of the earth. This comes to us from Bay News News 9. We don't have any immediate reports of damages or injuries, but um, the quake apparently was felt very strongly in uh, Santiago, uh, which is the largest uh, far uh, eastern located Cuban city. Um, and uh, there is a Catholic cultural center there in the center of Santiago. One of the employees said, quote, we were all sitting and we felt the chairs move. We heard the noise of everything moving around. Now, that same eyewitness says that uh, there was no immediate apparent damage in the heart of the city, and this this city is uh, one of their uh, older colonial cities. Um, it uh, felt very strong, she said, but it doesn't look like anything happened. The U.S. Geological Survey initially reported a magnitude of 7.3. They've already adjusted it to 7.7. And know that as um, 
the research continues to be um, evaluated, that could change again. Uh, but once again, breaking news at the top of the hour here for the Bill Bunkley Show. There was a uh, 7.7 magnitude earthquake that struck south of Cuba and northwest of Jamaica at about 2.10 this afternoon, almost uh, an hour ago. So as the day uh, goes on, if we get any more uh, information, we'll be glad to uh, bring that to you. Well, a very busy day, both uh, here in Tallahassee as well as in the nation's capital. Um, we're going to be talking about a bill here uh, that has to do with um, the uh, church and church security. Uh, I'm going to be walking through that uh, be a little bit later on in the program, but that's one of the things we were watching very closely today. The big news in Washington is the press conference that was held uh, at uh, high noon today or a few minutes after high noon. Uh, it was um, uh, at the White House, and uh, President Trump was joined by the uh, Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, and um, rolled out the president's peace plan uh, for both the Israelis and the Palestinians. And uh, we're going to have an opportunity to uh, focus on that here in uh, just a few moments. Uh, very interesting plan, very comprehensive plan, um, and at least uh, of what I know and uh, what I was able to um, understand from the press conference, uh, it, is a, it is a pretty bold but a pretty impressive approach. And remember that uh, presidents of the United States going all the way back to Johnson. The Johnson era have been involved with trying to settle the question there uh, in the Middle East. And it's a difficult one. And um, the problem is, is that nobody wants the Palestinian people. And let me be clear by this. The Palestinians are, um, though they're Arabs, they are looked down upon from other Arabs. Of course, that is very inappropriate uh, in terms of what we understand of a biblical worldview. But um, the idea is there's been this group of refugees in the area uh, called the Palestinians. And what has happened is, as a people group, All of the Arab countries in the region have not wanted to either deal with them or to absorb them into their nations. For example, you have Jordan. Jordan did not want to, um, and even though Jordan, uh, prior to the 67 war, Jordan had control over East Jerusalem and the Palestinian issue was there. Uh, Jordan was not uh, willing to absorb Uh, the Palestinian people into their country. The Syrians have not wanted to absorb, and I'm I'm talking about going back decades and decades, the Syrians have not wanted to absorb uh, the Palestinians. The Egyptians have not wanted to absorb the Palestinians, certainly not uh, uh, the Lebanese also. And so what has happened is, is because obviously since 1948 and our president, Harry Truman, stood with the official U.N. uh, and pushed for it. But the declaration that Israel was now going to be a sovereign state in that region, 
um, from that day forward, all of the Arab countries surrounding that area, and let me add Saudi Arabia as well. I mean, uh, over the years, I've read different um, articles and background pieces on the entire Middle East uh, situation. And so all of the Arab countries, who at times have obviously been arch enemies of Israel, um, even leading to the 67 war, well, those countries were quite okay with, uh, even though they surrounded this area, was uh, allowing the Palestinians to sort of, uh, um, you know, uh, habitate the area right there around Jerusalem and the West Bank because, obviously, it was seen as a thorn into this new country, this new Jewish country that, uh, of course, the hatred between the Jews and the Arabs go back to... (laughs) Very, very specific uh, biblical um, uh, historical facts that come out of the Old Testament that still um, ring, ring, ring true through today. And so we have had this issue. Also remember that uh, if you remember the peace accords with President Clinton, and that's when you might remember the outdoor ceremony on a very, very beautiful day in D.C., where you had Shimon Peres of Israel and you had Yasser Arafat of the Palestinian Authority. All of what the Palestinians say that they demand today, you you must also realize, and don't take my word for it, go back and do your own deep dive on the history, all that was there given to Yasser Arafat as an opportunity to accept and at that time Israel was making some huge concessions well Yasser Arafat said no because in my view it was uh, more advantageous for the Palestinians to be at a conflict with Israel asking United Nations and other entities to help them in their struggle with Israel And by the way, when foreign aid would come into uh, Palestine, the Palestinian Authority, understand that very huge amounts, percentages of that um, aid was siphoned off, was stolen by Yasser Arafat. That uh, aid and the wealth from that aid was scurried out of um, the Middle East and was uh, placed in French banks. And uh, when Yasser Arafat uh, passed away, his wife left uh, the Middle East, and she went to Paris, where I believe she remains today. And so she has been living uh, quite a luxurious life uh, off of uh, the plunder of the aid that was supposed to go to the poor Palestinian people and um, so we have been at this um, at this situation for years and uh, add to that you've got um, Hezbollah which is a terrorist organization funded by Iran on the northern border of Israel you've got Hamas uh, which is a different terrorist organization that is being funded by Iran on the southern border and of course um, those uh, when you talk about Hamas, Hamas uh, has a policy that um, uh, it will it says it will never 
uh, recognize Israel's right to be a sovereign state. Well, we'll get into some of the president's comments in just a moment as uh, we have a chance to uh, hear from the president from that announcement in the Oval Office this morning. Well, coming up on today's program, um, we'll talk a little bit uh, during probably the 4 o'clock hour of uh, now that we know a little bit more, the dust is settled a little bit, and i give you my analysis on John Bolton's alleged bombshell against uh, President Trump as reported only via the New York Times. Um, and, of course, coming back, we'll talk about this new Israeli-Palestinian peace plan. Um, we'll also have a chance during the 4 o'clock hour to talk to Michael Pack. He is director of a new movie that's going to be uh, rolling out, opening at the end of this week. Uh, it's called Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in His Own Words. Uh, this is going to be a, a very impactful. I've seen some uh, clips of this. We'll have a chance to talk with Michael during the 4 o'clock hour about uh, this new film. We'll also be talking about um, um, the opportunity for um, this bill that's going to be uh, going through the Florida legislature having to do with the, um, quite frankly, with the gun issue. And so we'll be reviewing that as well. And when we get into uh, the second hour, we'll have more uh, to talk about from a Christian worldview. Reminding you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. That plus Plan Bondi made the case against Hunter Biden yesterday. We got a clip on that in the 4 o'clock hour. And we'll look at Kobe Bryant's faith life. All that's on the Bill Bunkley Show today. Reminding you that each day, if you'd like to uh, download the podcast of our three-hour show, uh, Monday through Friday, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, hit the podcast page. You can listen online or you can download it. When we come back, we'll hear from President Trump. uh, And this morning from uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, they're meeting in the White House on Middle East Peace. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. 
Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live from uh, Tallahassee this afternoon. And uh, I want to talk uh, about the Mideast peace that was proposed by the president earlier this morning. Now, many presidents have uh, attempted to um, get in the middle of the peace process, and uh, we certainly applaud the president for doing so uh, on making that announcement today. Also very impressed because it was a pretty comprehensive plan that the president laid out. It, um, he calls it a win-win situation, not only for the Palestinians, but also for the Israelis. He had the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at his side, who is already on board with this, as well as uh, the official government of the state of Israel. They were at the White House in the very elegant East Room, and uh, many uh, Jewish and evangelical leaders were there including our governor, Ron DeSantis, um, was uh, there as well. I saw him in the audience. And, of course, um, the Jewish uh, population in Florida is very important to the governor and also, um, you know, their thoughts about their homeland. And so, out of respect, the governor was there as well. I thought I saw one of the Florida state senators there as well, but I'm not going to mention his name because – since I couldn't verify that he was there, let's just uh, leave it at that. Now, as far as Israel is concerned, and we're going to hear from the president. Some of this might be a little bit repetitive, but the president said that uh, Jerusalem, in fact, is going to um, maintain its status as the undivided capital and that Israel's security is a number one and a very much a paramount Uh, concern uh, in this process Um, and the um, the the peace plan does require compromise but the president made it clear that in this process that Israel will never be asked to compromise its security in fact the president reiterated uh, can't do that now for the Palestinians mr. Trump uh, laid out uh, the sketch and um, it would um, actually uh, double uh, the amount of territory that they have today. And uh, they would put uh, their capital in East Jerusalem. Okay. Uh, Jerusalem is going to be the sovereign territory of Israel. And in the area of East Jerusalem, that is an area that uh, is not covered 
by um, what Israel's point of view is with maintaining their sovereign uh, capital, which is Jerusalem. Um, there is a carrot of about $50 billion uh, held before the Palestinian in commercial investment. I, I sort of shudder at that one because, as you know, and we are very careful the three or four times a year that we will preempt our programming on behalf of a ministry. Um, I am, and of course Salem is as well, we are very concerned when you send large amounts of foreign aid. We saw this happen uh, with the Palestinian Authority before, which I mentioned before the break. They got siphoned off and put in the private bank accounts of Yasser Arafat. But um, over the next 10 years, um, the president claims that there's going to be a million new Palestinian jobs. Now, that's very, very important because I've been in the region on several um, opportunities. And even if you were to fly over, you see the, uh, the boundaries of the nation of Israel. And yes, there's the desert, and yes, there's the Dead Sea, the Negev, all of that. But basically, you you fly over the majority of Israel, and you see these green, irrigated, agricultural fields, all sorts of of life. And then, quite frankly, you look at the West Bank, you look at the Gaza, and uh, it's nothing. All the aid that they have gotten the last several decades, it's not been passed through the benefit the Palestinian people. It's gone into the to the arms and the terrorism. And so uh, this is important because if we can get the aid with the proper uh, checks and balances that it's going where it's going, and we can help the Palestinian people build their economy, um, look for things that they can manufacture, um, they're going to really, really benefit by bringing up the poverty rate. And the president also said that uh, their GDP uh, is uh, likely to double or triple. Now, the president uh, does know a little bit something about large numbers in business. And so uh, as I listen to some of the ideas uh, that are going to be part of this plan, it was very, very intriguing to me. And it did not seem to me to be up high in the sky. Um, it's going to have an opportunity to connect the two Palestinian areas, both in the Gaza Strip and West Bank. They're talking about having a tunnel uh, to do that so those folks can travel freely between uh, the two different Palestinian uh, areas of the geography. Um, Now, Israel is going to be given sovereignty over the major uh, settlements there that they have in the West Bank called the Occupied Territories. Um, It also calls for uh, four years uh, of a freeze. Israel would not be constructing anything in that area for four years. Now, during that time, it's going to allow for the Palestinians to come to the table and not be rushed, but to work out a comprehensive agreement. And remember that the Israelis, when they were attacked on all sides in 1967, uh, they whipped up on the Egyptians, they whipped up on the Jordanians, and that's why that they have the control of the land that they have in the West Bank, the Jordan Valley. And by the way, just like the Golan Heights, the Jordan Valley is definitely an important security uh, buffer and zone for the Israelis. Uh, 
the Israelis would control um, the Jordan Valley. Um, they will have an opportunity to um, um, come into compliance as far as the Palestinians are uh, concerned. And so there's a, there's a big opportunity for the Palestinians here. And as the president said, they've been working on this for the last three years. Um, and, uh, again, the ro- roads that would be built as well as the tunnels so that the Palestinian people uh, can and will be staying um, connected. By the way, not only the prime minister, but uh, Netanyahu, but you know that his main political challenger in the, the March elections, Benny Gantz, uh, was here, uh, was briefed as well Sunday and Monday. He was not uh, on the platform because the prime minister is that. He is the official head of state. But um, the political opposition to Benjamin Netanyahu has signed off as well. And there was a host of Arab nations uh, that had their foreign ambassadors there for this announcement. They are in agreement as well. So what an amazing day, uh, split screen, if you will. Uh, I'm watching the president roll out this historic plan. At the same time, the uh, final arguments are coming in from the president's defense team. Um, and uh, what a day in Washington. When we come back, we'll let you hear from the president himself. This is an important day for Mideast Peace. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump's legal team have reached the end of their defense arguments, and the Senate is now braced for debate on Wednesday on whether to allow John Bolton and other witnesses into the impeachment trial. The U.S. and several other nations are preparing to airlift citizens out of Wuhan, a Chinese city at the center of a virus outbreak that has killed more than 100 people. Hong Kong's leader says it will cut all railings to mainland China and have the number of flights as authorities in China and overseas are seeking to stem the spread of a new virus. The U.S. Geological Survey says a powerful magnitude 7.7 earthquake has struck south of Cuba and northwest of Jamaica. There are no immediate reports of damage or injuries. On Wall Street, the Dow had 255 points and the Nasdaq is up 147. This is SRN News. I've noticed that our God works best in humanly impossible predicaments. Hi, this is Chuck Swindoll. Humanly impossible. Doesn't that just say it? I might even suggest that one of his favorite plans is to corner you so that you cannot escape and then to build that brick wall in front of you so that you're boxed in completely. And once he gets you in there, he says, now then, you trust me. I think that's one of his favorite plans. So what do we do when we feel that mounting claustrophobia of being all boxed in? I'll tell you what works best. Pray. Trust him. Because remember, our God does his best work in the humanly impossible realm. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. 
Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Be not drunk with wine, which is excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. This is the believer's gas. This is the fuel. This is what makes it go. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee this afternoon, and uh, we have been talking about the very important announcement today by uh, President Trump in the West Wing of the White House uh, outlining his plan for peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians, a plan that has been well-received by an amazing uh, group of uh, Arab nations, uh, others uh, with interest in the regions, within the region, and uh, I will tell you that uh, it's it, it's a tough plow. It's it's uh, it's tough because the the Palestinians reject everything, but I want to tell you that uh, I am impressed with the effort that he has uh, put forward. It is a legitimate effort. Now I want you to hear from the president, and um, it's reminded me of the young people in Iran who had been in the streets rioting, who had gotten a a taste of uh, um, a non-Muslim-controlled state until the Shah was removed and the uh, system of the Ayatollahs took over the leadership of Iran. I'm thinking about the young people that I have seen in the occupied territories, the young Palestinians that I have viewed with my own eyes. And um, poverty is just so very, very great. And uh, as I've been in a region, my heart's always been saddened because I'm aware of how many countries, entities have tried to help, but the corruption within the Palestinian Authority as well as Hamas, well, the money went, did not go for what it was intended to, to help the Palestinian people. Now, 
The president talks that talks about uh, the fact that he believes in his plan that uh, the young people have a reason to be hopeful if this can uh, be implemented. Let's listen in from the White House earlier today. Young people across the Middle East are ready for a more hopeful future. And governments throughout the region are realizing that terrorism and Islamic extremism are everyone's common enemy. Yesterday, I had the pleasure of meeting with both the Prime Minister of Israel and a man that's working very hard to become the Prime Minister of Israel in the longest-running election of all time, (laughs) Benny Gantz of the Blue and White Party. And both leaders joined me to express their support for this effort, proving that the State of Israel looking for peace and that peace transcends politics by any measure, unmeasurable, that's what they want. On my first trip overseas as president, I visited the Holy Land of Israel. I was deeply moved and amazed by what this small country had achieved in the face of overwhelming odds and never-ending threats. The State of Israel comprises only a minuscule amount of land in the Middle East, and yet it has become a thriving center of democracy, innovation, culture, and commerce. Israel is a light unto the world. The hearts and history of our people are woven together. The land of Israel is an ancient home, a sacred place of worship, and a solemn promise to the Jewish people that we will never again repeat history's darkest hour. Mm. Very important comments from the President of the United States earlier today on his peace plan. And, you know, it's a continuing theme when we look at the Palestinian people. Uh, They have been in a a very, very uh, dictatorial um, country, a very dictatorial lifestyle, and um, in a way that they have been neglected and abused by the other Arab nations that could have absorbed the Palestinians into their populations through the years. They got taken advantage of by the other countries, and they've been take, taken advantage of, in my opinion, by their leadership. Palestinians Palestinians are not bad people. They are good people. I think uh, if they're given the opportunity for hope and freedom, they will go for it. But you know what? When you have the environment that they have been forced to live in, it, it, is, it, it is very, very tough. Uh, it's very, very tough for, life, for them, a life for them to live. Let's uh, hear some more comments from the president. During my trip to Israel, I also met with Palestinian President Abbas in Bethlehem. I was saddened by the fate of the Palestinian people. They deserve a far better life. They deserve the chance to achieve their extraordinary potential. Palestinians have been trapped in a cycle of terrorism, poverty, and violence exploited by those seeking to use them as pawns to advance terrorism and extremism. I returned from my visit determined to find a constructive path, and it's got to be a very powerful path forward in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. To further this effort, I also met with President Abbas at the White House, forging peace between 
Israelis and Palestinians may be the most difficult challenge of all. All prior administrations from President Lyndon Johnson have tried and bitterly failed. But I was not elected to do small things or shy away from big problems. Mm. That certainly uh, is, uh, is a good observation because this president, uh, you know, he isn't intimidated. And taking on the big issues have uh, been one of the hallmarks of his, of his administration. Again, this is not just an Israel solution. This is a two-state solution, Israel and the Palestinians. Uh, let's hear the president outline that emphasis. It's been a long and very arduous process to arrive at this moment. On Sunday, I delivered to Prime Minister Netanyahu my vision for peace, prosperity, and a brighter future for Israelis and Palestinians. This vision for peace is fundamentally different from past proposals. In the past, even the most well-intentioned plans were light on factual details and heavy on conceptual frameworks. By contrast, our plan is 80 pages and is the most detailed proposal ever put forward by far. As I have seen throughout my long career as a dealmaker, complex problems require nuanced, fact-based remedies. That is why our proposal provides precise technical solutions to make Israelis, Palestinians, and the region safer and much more prosperous. My vision presents a win-win opportunity for both sides, a realistic two-state solution that resolves the risk of Palestinian statehood to Israel's security. Today, Israel has taken a giant step toward peace. Yesterday, Prime Minister Netanyahu informed me that he is willing to endorse the vision as the basis for direct negotiations and I will say the general also endorsed and very strongly with the Palestinians a historic breakthrough. And likewise, we have really uh, a situation having to do with a race that is taking place right now. It will end and we have the support, and it's very important to say this, of both parties and almost all people in Israel. They want peace, and they want peace badly. And um, as we look at uh, what the president is expressing, it is, um, it is a two-state solution, and it is a way for both of those opposing nations and people, quite frankly, to get along and to be prosperous. However, one thing is sure, and for evangelicals and for, uh, you know, our, our Jewish heritage and our friends um, who believe that not only the land was given to Israel, uh, to Abraham, from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that Jer- Jerusalem, with, the ar- with all of the archaeolo- archaeological finds as well as the historical content in the scripture, you know, there's no doubt that, that Jerusalem is and should be uh, the undivided capital of the nation of Israel. 
And BB, we have a lot of powerful people in this room, a lot of the people that can help make it work. So that's quite a thunderous applause. Thank you Thank very you much. Well. Thank you. We will form a joint committee with Israel to convert the conceptual map into a more detailed and calibrated rendering so that recognition can be immediately achieved. We will also work to create a contiguous territory within the future Palestinian state for when the conditions for statehood are met, including the firm rejection of terrorism. Under this vision, Jerusalem will remain Israel's undivided, very important, undivided capital. Very long applause. Very, very long applause in support of. But that's no big deal because I've already Jerusalem done that for you, right? The undivided capital. We've already done that, but that's okay. It's going to remain that way. And the United States will recognize Israeli sovereignty over the territory that my vision provides to be part of the state of Israel. Very important. And crucially, the proposed transition to a two-state solution will present no incremental security risk to the state of Israel whatsoever. And uh, I want to get most of the next cut in before we take a break, and that is the president making this statement that this could be the last opportunity for the Palestinians to achieve a settlement. Let's listen in. There's a lot of spirit in this room. It's true. You don't see it often. You don't see it often. Therefore, it is only reasonable that I have to do a lot for the Palestinians, or it just wouldn't be fair. Now, don't clap for that, okay? But it's true. It wouldn't be fair. I want this deal to be a great deal for the Palestinians. It has to be. Today's agreement is a historic opportunity for the Palestinians to finally achieve an independent state of their very own. After 70 years of little progress, this could be the last opportunity they will ever have, and last for a lot of reasons. We'll never have a team like we have right now. We have a team of people that love the United States, and they love Israel, and they're very smart and very, very committed from your ambassador, David Friedman. To Jason and Avi and Jared. And they're all great deal makers, and they also understand the other side. And they want the other side to do well, because that's the sign of a great deal. And they understand that. And I just appreciate all of the hard work you put in, and so many of your other friends, and of course, our great Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. 
More of the Bill Bunkley Show, including comments. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd, from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK 3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. OLCS.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. He says He came to break the bonds, to unshackle us, free us, deliver us, that you and I may be winners and no longer losers. 
Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Here we're back, final segment of the first hour, and one more opportunity to hear from our President Donald Trump as it relates to the peace plan that he unfolded and rolled out today in the um, uh, west wing of, uh, of the hospital, uh, excuse me, the east room of the hospital, uh, east room of the White House. Boy, I tell you what, it's one of those days. And, uh, of course, with uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at his side, would have been nice to have uh, the Palestinian leader as well, but that would be asking for too much. But, um, you know, it's long past the time that the Palestinian people have to depend on charity, that the Palestinian people have to rely on the crumbs that's left over from foreign aid that's siphoned off for all of the military stuff and the support the elites within the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. Uh, Final comments from the president. Israel will work closely with a wonderful person, a wonderful man, the King of Jordan, to ensure that the status quo of the Temple Mount is preserved and strong measures are taken to ensure that all Muslims who wish to visit peacefully and pray at the Al-Aqwa Mosque will be able to do so. This is a major statement. This is of major importance. And at the same time, our vision will deliver massive commercial investment of $50 billion into the new Palestinian state. You have many, many countries that want to partake in this, and uh, many of them are surrounding. They all want this to happen. Virtually every one of them want this to happen. And I think, Bibi, you know that very well. You're going to have tremendous support from your neighbors and beyond your neighbors. Over the next 10 years, if executed well, one million great new Palestinian jobs will be created. Their poverty rate will be cut in half, and their poverty rate is unacceptable now and only getting worse. Their GDP will double and triple, and much-needed hope, joy, opportunity, and prosperity will finally arrive for the Palestinian people. Our vision will end the cycle of Palestinian dependency upon charity and foreign aid, they will be doing phenomenally all by themselves. They are a very, very capable people. And we will help by empowering the Palestinians to thrive on their own. Palestinians will be able to seize the new future with dignity, self-sufficiency, and national pride. To ensure a successful Palestinian state, we are asking the Palestinians to meet the challenges of peaceful coexistence. This includes adopting basic laws enshrining human rights, protecting against financial and political corruption, stopping the malign activities of Hamas, Islamic Jihad, and other enemies of peace, ending the incitement of hatred against Israel, so important, and permanently halting the financial compensation to terrorists.
And perhaps most importantly, my vision gives the Palestinians the time needed to rise up and meet the challenges of statehood. I sent a letter today to President Abbas. I explained to him that the territory allocated for his new state will remain open and undeveloped for a period of four years. During this time, Palestinians can use all appropriate deliberation to study the deal, negotiate with Israel, achieve the criteria for statehood, and become a truly independent and wonderful state. President Abbas, I want you to know that if you choose the path to peace, America and many other countries, will we, we will be there. We will be there to help you in so many different ways. And we will be there every step of the way. We will be there to help. Well, I want to tell you that I certainly have been a student of uh, Mideast Affairs for, you know, decades. And um, I want to tell you that at this moment, I am, I am very excited about the president's plan. I can't tell you whether this plan is going to succeed or not. But I will tell you this. Uh, if the Palestinians do not move to accept this two-state peace plan, and $50 million to, or $50 billion, whatever it was, to, to, to get things rolling and to have the countries of the world help the Palestinian people be lifted up out of poverty by their own uh, economic development, then it's very clear that the radicals that are in charge, the Palestinian Authority, Hamas, and um, as well as even the other countries of um, of, um, of Lebanon with Hezbollah, it will become very clear that uh, those people um, in that area are going to be so controlled that uh, peace is just not going to be possible. I hope and pray and ask that you pray as well that uh, somehow this plan will, uh, it's going to take some time. And remember that the Palestinian leadership with all of their beating of their chest and their very uh, vitriol rhetoric against Israel. You know, they've got to save face for a while. They've got to reject it. They've got to, you know, really speak against it. But let's give this thing time to roll out. And in time, I hope they accept it. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back. thousand chapters over 30,000 verses no wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover want to do it want to read the entire bible start today at biblestudytools.com biblestudytools.com includes bible in a year an interactive plan for reading learning and understanding the bible deepen your faith and impact your walk with god one day at a time bible in a year just one of the new interactive bible study tools at biblestudytools.com I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference in a disaster. When disaster strikes, you want to protect your whole family, including your pets. To help keep your family safe and help our best friends in their worst times, find tips at AmericanHumane.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump's legal team has reached the end of their defense arguments, and the Senate will ask questions on Wednesday. Meanwhile, the president's lead attorney says he still has some unanswered questions about the impeachment case against the president. Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. Attorney Jay Sekulow says he can't understand why if the House justified rushing the impeachment process crying, Danger, danger, danger. Then why withhold the articles for a month? That's politics. Sekulow also finds it odd the alleged Ukrainian victims of the president's power abuse, including President Zelensky himself, have repeatedly said there was no pressure. It was a good call. As for using military aid as leverage. They didn't even know there was a pause in the aid. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Also at SRNews.com, President Trump has unveiled his administration's Mideast peace proposal. The president says the Palestinians have a historic chance for peace if they sign on to the deal. It will work. It's going to work. If they do this, it will work. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who was at the president's side, says his plan provides a path to durable peace. Because of this historic recognition, and because I believe your peace plan strikes the right balance where other plans have failed, I've agreed to negotiate peace with the Palestinians on the basis of your peace plan. The U.S. plan more than doubles the territory currently under Palestinian control while still recognizing Israeli sovereignty over major settlements in the West Bank. The U.S. Geological Survey says a powerful magnitude 7.7 earthquake has struck south of Cuba and northwest of Jamaica. No immediate reports of damage or injuries. The quake could be felt strongly in Santiago, the largest far eastern Cuban city. On Wall Street, stocks higher today. The Dow up 216 points. The Nasdaq ahead 137. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. A new poll asks pastors about the end times. The numbers come from LifeWay Research, and they reveal that 80% of Protestant pastors do not believe that Christians can speed up the second coming of Christ by supporting geopolitical changes mentioned in the Bible. 12% think they can The LifeWay poll also finds that 54% of clergymen do not believe that Christians can speed up the second coming by spreading the gospel. 41% are of the opposite opinion. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The chairman of the Faith and Freedom Coalition believes more evangelicals will vote for President Trump this November than did in 2016. Abortion, a big reason. Ralph Reed says these voters who are pro-life love Donald Trump and they will crawl across broken glass to get him reelected. 
Recent polls show pro-life and evangelical support for the president at all-time highs. This is SRN News. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. The reason it is important for God to keep this promise to Israel is it's our way of knowing that God is going to keep His promises to us as well. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and He cares about you. I know He's about new beginnings and breaking the bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to Him in humility and sincerity, He'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we came. Don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. Welcome to our show. We're originating from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida, yet again today. And uh, we've got uh, a very uh, informative hour lined up for you. In just a moment, we're going to be talking about the um, John Bolton bombshell, the alleged tell-all against President Trump. Um, We'll talk about that. Um, We'll also look at, um, my opinion, what, if any, effect it will have on the ultimate outcome of this impeachment trial. Uh, we're also going to be hearing some of the highlights from yesterday's impeachment testimony, including uh, Ken Starr, um, who was involved with the Clinton impeachment. Uh, we also have Alan Dershowitz, who was um, uh, conducting his constitutional um, class uh, for uh, those um, 100 senators yesterday. And we'll also hear from Pam Bondi, our own former attorney general. Among other things, uh, she went through a very comprehensive timeline with some evidence they've gathered as it relates to uh, Hunter Biden, also the corruption in Ukraine. In the Ukraine. And uh, we've got a soundbite from Pam, and uh, we'll lead off with that when we get to that portion of uh, our second hour here. Also reminding you that there is a new movie coming out at the end of the week. It's called Created Equal. Clarence Thomas in his own words. And uh, we are privileged because the director of that new movie that I believe is going to have quite an impact as uh, we really find out a lot about uh, this justice to the U.S. Supreme Court. You're going to find out some things today uh, that you probably didn't know, but Michael Pack is going to be with us. He's the director of the new film, conducted over 30 interviews with Justice Thomas and his wife, and... Uh, Boy, there's a lot of topics that are discussed in not only the movie that's coming up, but we'll uh, we'll wet your whistle with some of that uh, here today. And coming up in the uh, second hour, or excuse me, the third hour, just reminding you that uh, we had a very in- important bill today, and uh, that is uh, safety in religious uh, uh, churches. We'll talk about that during the third hour. It has to do with concealed carry laws. Um, at churches, people who want to pack when they go to church, we'll, um, 
We'll talk about that bill that I monitored this morning in very early this morning, 8 o'clock this morning, in the House uh, Criminal Justice Subcommittee, our own State Representative uh, James Grant, uh, who's right here in the center of our WTBN listening area. Of course, he's the chairman of that committee. So uh, we'll have that analysis. Plus, we'll take a look at Kobe Bryant's faith life. A lot is being discussed about uh, this NBA superstar philanthropist, but uh, we'll talk about that. Also, as a programming note, I want to remind you that uh, we dealt with the president's plan that he rolled out today. Uh, his peace plan for the Middle East, more specifically for the Israelis and the Palestinians. And want to remind you that if you would like to not only hear some of the important cuts from the president, but my analysis, uh, a lot based on my research of the Middle East for decades, plus my personal visits to the region and to the West Bank and the Palestinian issue, the Israeli issue, Hey, when we go off the air at 6 o'clock, give it a few minutes, but you can go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. You can download or listen to the first hour where we uh, spent uh, a significant amount of time talking about this most historic uh, proposal. Well, first, let me give you my thoughts today about Mr. John Bolton. First of all, we've got another opportunity for a tell-all book. How many times have we seen this in Washington, D.C.? And yet we have uh, another bombshell that, well, it's risen, and the timing behind uh, this um, allegation certainly is questionable again, but nonetheless, that's what we're dealing with. You know, loyalty is not necessarily a character trait that's embraced by a whole lot of folks inside the Beltway. And in fact, uh, disloyalty, as well as uh, gotcha politics, uh, that really is the rule between combatants uh, in D.C. Well, this time it is the former National Security Advisor to President Trump, John Bolton. Uh, He has a new tell-all book. And by the way, keep in mind that Mr. Bolton probably has already received a million or two million dollars, who knows what amount he was able to negotiate. But remember that on these type of books, there is a huge advance payment. And so keep in mind that that, uh, whatever Mr. Bolton came out with, certainly the more sensational, the more better. Now, I want to tell you that I've had mixed emotions. The ambassador has been on my show, I think, on a couple of occasions. Um... To some degree, he's been known as a lightning rod. He's been known as uh, controversial in some of his thoughts and expressions. There is no doubt that the National Security Advisor and President Trump got into it. Uh, I understand they got into it over uh, a series of days. Uh, The um, John Bolton was not happy with uh, how the president was conducting aspects of his foreign policy, and quite frankly, the president got to a point where he fired John Bolton. And I heard the, pro- the president even commenting, saying that, uh, well, when uh, it was time for Mr. Bolton to go, it was not a very pleasant experience. And I will say for my part, he said not his part, meaning John Bolton, for my part, I, I wasn't a very pleasant individual. 
with the way all that came down in the end. Now, I'm, I'm just sort of paraphrasing. That's not a direct quote. But that gives you an idea. Here we go again. Someone who is hired to be an advisor in a, in a personal and confidential role has decided to come out and um, make a whole lot of money and blow up his former boss, this time being President Trump. Now, now here's my point. I don't know if there's uh, any accuracy in what we have uh, been told by the New York Times. Probably you and I are probably skeptical, skeptical about anything, especially the timing that comes out of the Times or the Washington Post, for that matter, these days. But um, they were reporting on Bolton's advanced manuscript. I can tell you that um, I am going to reserve judgment until I can see and that you can see and you can read and review the actual manuscript or the book. But I want to tell you, here's how I really feel. Either way, whether it's a true or a false set of allegations, I got to tell you, I really detest people who will sell out a former boss's privileged or private conversations and you have a big tell-all financial payout that is connected to violating that trust. So having said that, here's where we're at. We have the transcript. We have the timeline. We know what was said in the call, the official call. We also know that uh, even though as the president held up other funds, uh, these funds were held up, then they were released, and in fact they had a brand new defense missile system system, uh, within them, and so there is no doubt that uh, the aid was going through, and in fact, the, Ukraine, the uh, Ukrainian president in the country, the, the holdup was so short, they didn't even realize that it was held up. So, remember that the question here, does Article 1 or Article 2, does that rise to the level of throwing a president out of office? The question is no. So let's assume that the allegations that the New York Times are reporting, let's say that Bolton was in a conversation with the president. It's a he said, he said. Let me be clear. The president denies it, and the Justice Department has taken issue with some of the facts uh, in, in Bolton's book or in his recollection. And so what we have is so we have this argument, we have this discussion, And the allegation is that President Trump says, you know what, hold up that aid until we get them to agree to to an investigation into the potential corruption of Hunter Biden. Uh, We're not going to give him any money because of the question of corruption. So even if that were true, I want to tell you that that... And the president going back and forth with an advisor. How many times have you been talking to an advisor or someone that works for you and you're behind closed doors and you're trying to figure out a major decision and what we're all to do and things are flying back and forth? You've got to look at what the president actually did 
and not the president bloviating. And I will tell you that there is no doubt in my mind that that even this latest so-called bombshell absolutely does not arise to the level of removing the president from office. It's just not. Now, is there a lot of room for his detractors to be another level of being really upset? Again, with something this president has said or done? I get it. I understand it. For those who don't like Trump, for those who were in the camp before he even took the oath of office, there's folks out there probably listening who wanted him impeached before he ever was sworn in as president. They tried to throw the fact that he was a Russian spy. They tried to pull in the Mueller investigation. Um, and and it goes on and on and on. And bribery, you know, was mentioned. And so the bottom line, it is what it is. Now, whether, whether two or three or four Republican senators decide that they're going to side with the Democrat Party in the Senate, and want to call for witnesses. By the way, if that happens, it's going to be a real zoo. But my point is, even if they call for witnesses, you need 20 Republicans, 20, decide with, to decide to join the Democrats in the Senate to remove President Trump from office. So let me reiterate. That is not going to happen. With what we know today, even the allegations of Mr. Bolton, which we don't know whether it's true or false, or there's the truth is somewhere in between, which is also uh, something that often happens. Look, he's not going to be impeached. And this is all to damage President Trump, his accomplishments, and again, even today. As they're rolling out again today, what does the president do? Really has offered one of the most comprehensive peace plans with a lot of the details already figured out, not just promises. And so this president continues to work and work hard. And make no mistake, Jewish folks here in the state of Florida, as well as evangelicals here in the state of Florida, uh, many of these evangelicals, they love Israel. They've been to Israel. They support Israel. They support the president. You know, by the way, a Florida with a 3% unemployment rate, a Florida that the economic engines are roaring, 900 people want to move to Florida today. Well, got a little bit of a successful agenda facing the presidential election for conservatives in Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll have Pam Bondi next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. He began to talk about this church he had seen. It was called the Church of Emmanuel. And then he says to us, he says, I've never heard of this guy, Emmanuel. Do you guys know who he is? And I said, yeah, matter of fact, I do. It's God. He's with us, even right here. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. 
What would you do if you knew there was a place to learn step-by-step strategies designed to help you make the right moves inside the financial markets? A place to develop skills that could help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals. At Online Trading Academy, we know how to teach people the skills and knowledge that could empower you to take control of your financial future so you can spend less time worrying about life and more time living it. Start by taking our free introductory class. For over 20 years and at over 45 locations worldwide, Online Trading Academy has been teaching people just like you skills designed to help you learn to invest with the confidence of the pros. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class near you and receive our professional insider's kit with lessons from our top instructors just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. 888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. And reminding you, coming up bottom of the hour, we're going to have a chance to talk about a brand new film that will be out uh, this Friday, I believe. Created equal, Clarence Thomas, in his own words. We have the director of that movie, uh, Michael Pack. He'll be with me bottom of the hour. Don't want to miss that. Very, very interesting uh, documentary, if you will, interview. Uh, You're going to learn a lot more about um, Chief Justice Clarence Thomas. Well, I want to just start out with uh, Pam Bondi. Pam Bondi had a role yesterday in the impeachment hearings And, um, of course, she's a a good friend of uh, myself and our station, and uh, I've been following her career, and she has been uh, working with the uh, President Trump legal team and has been part of the in-chamber presenting staff. Well, I wanted you to hear from our former Florida Attorney General as, um, well, talking a little bit about the Biden corruption concerns Are they legitimate, or is it really the Democrat talking points that it's irrelevant? Let's hear what uh, Pam Bondi had to argue. The typical board member of these Fortune 100 companies, we know they're titans of their industry, they're highly qualified, and as such, they're well compensated. Even so, Hunter Biden was paid significantly more. This is how well he was compensated. So Hunter Biden is paid over $83,000 a month, while the average American family of four during that time each year made less than $54,000. And that's according to U.S. Census Bureau during that time. And this is what's been reported about his work on the board. The Washington Post said, quote, what specific duties Hunter Biden carried out for Burisma are not fully known, end quote. The New Yorker reported, quote, 
Once or twice a year, he attended Burisma board meetings and energy forums that took place in Europe, end quote. When speaking with ABC News about his qualifications to be on Burisma's board, Hunter Biden didn't point to any of the usual qualifications of a board member. Hunter Biden had no experience in natural gas, no experience in the energy sector, no experience with Ukrainian regulatory affairs. As far as we know, he doesn't speak Ukrainian. So naturally, the media has asked questions about his board membership. Why was Hunter Biden on this board? If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Well, that was the voice of Hunter Biden. And if I could do a little bit of mathematics for you, first of all, with the amount of compensation, $83,000 a month, let me put this into perspective. Hunter Biden was only $4,000 short of making a million dollars a year. A million dollars a year serving on a board that he had no knowledge of, no background training or degrees in the oil and gas business. One thing that is part of the record is his father had been previously put in charge by President Obama for Ukrainian affairs. And he happened to be the vice president of the mighty United States of America who had been given the authority over Ukrainian affairs. And so Hunter the Younger enters the picture and makes a killing. Now, forget the names. Forget the personalities. Would you say that that has a hint, a hint of corruption? Given the track record of the previous head of state for the Ukraine, and the fact that we now know the vice president, who was in charge of Ukrainian affairs, put the pressure to get rid of a Ukrainian top prosecutor going after Burisma, which is the company that Hunter Biden was working for, and said, hey, by the way, we got all these uh, gazillions of dollars we're going to give you for military aid. By the way, he makes he makes the speech, and then he tells the president, hey, I'm, I got my watch here, and by the way, we're going to be flying out in seven hours, eight hours. If you don't fire that prosecutor by the time we get on that jet, sir, you have no money. Well, you can't do that. And Biden says, you don't think I can do that? Call my boss. Call my president. Well, let's just say that the prosecutor was gone before Biden got to his airplane. Now, I'm just going to tell you this. There's no doubt in my mind, I've been around politics a long time. There is no doubt in my mind there's a political component to all of this. There's no doubt in my mind when you are an incumbent politician and uh, you have the, the ability of being the elected official looking to be reelected, well, let me tell you that you have, uh, you have a different perspective uh, of anyone trying to possibly take you on or to, um, you know, take you out. 
uh, and I mean politically, certainly. So there's no way that I would tell you that I'm going to argue that none of that was involved, but I'm going to tell you that there is enough smoke with the activity in previously in the Ukraine as it comes to, to corruption. And whatever this, this, this guy who got thrown out of the military, he, now he's got deals that he was doing in China with his dad, flying on Air Force Two to China, and then a week later or two, he's got another deal with a lot of, another pot of money coming in to another entity. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, if you think that the left's argument that bringing in Joe Biden or his son Hunter, if they start calling witnesses, that uh, that they are irrelevant. I don't even. I'm not even going to tell you what's on my mind. If you really believe that, if they start calling witnesses, Mr. Biden, his son. Now, his son can come in and take the Fifth Amendment, not tell us anything, on the grounds of self-incrimination. And uh, maybe the vice president come in and, you know, claim previous executive privilege. I'm not saying that if they subpoena them, subpoena, subpoena them, uh, we're going to get a treasure trove of information. I'm just telling you that if we go down the witness route, and even if John Bolton comes and said he had this conversation with the president of the White House, neither one of these testimonies are going to lead to President Donald J. Trump being removed from office by way of impeachment by the current majority membership in the United States Senate. So we'll continue to um, share what's happening day by day. We'll have a few more cuts as we um, get into the latter part of this hour. But coming up in just a moment, let's learn a little bit more about Clarence Thomas. Brand new movie coming out, Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words. We have the director of that movie, Michael Pack, next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Be right back. This is our crime. This is our sin. But I still believe. I still believe. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump's legal team has made a forceful case against the relevance of possible testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton. The lawyers have now ended their defense, and the Senate is braced for debate on whether to allow Bolton and other witnesses into the impeachment trial. Tomorrow, the trial begins the questions phase. Today, President Trump unveiled his administration's Mideast peace proposal, calling it an historic opportunity for peace. Stocks closing broadly higher on Wall Street, reversing most of their losses from a sell-off the day before. The gain snapped a two-day skid, driven by fears that the spread of a new virus in China could hamper global economic growth. Technology stocks rose the most today. On Wall Street, the Dow gained 187 points, the Nasdaq up 130. The S&P was ahead 32. This is SRN News. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. 
Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers. If you're tired of crowded classrooms, if you're ready for a school where Christian values are strengthened and not mocked, you're ready for Elfer's Christian School. The best part of my experience would definitely be the relationships I've made with the teachers. It's great knowing that they're wanting the best for you in everything that you do. Your child will soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfer's Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235, online at elferschristianschool.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. We that are alive caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back, Bill Bunkley, live here in the state capitol in Tallahassee, Florida. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, some of the legislation that I was involved with uh, earlier today, uh, one of which is um, the ability for uh, security within our churches. That has to do with um, folks that want to uh, carry uh, concealed weapons in churches. So we'll talk about that coming up in the next hour. But first... I'm going to tell you that there's uh, someone on the Supreme Court that I have admired and someone that uh, certainly has uh, a most compelling life story. And uh, as I began digging into that in the last day or so, I realized how much of his life story that I probably didn't know. Well, there's a a brand new movie that's going to be opening up uh, this Friday. It is entitled Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in His Own Words. And uh, it is a documentary, if you will, 
of um, Clarence Thomas, and uh, he and his wife conducted 30 interviews with my next guest. Now, my next guest is the director, Michael Pack, of Created Equal, the Clarence Thomas, um, Clarence Thomas in his own words. Uh, he is the president of Manifold Productions. Uh, that's an independent film and television production company. He founded that way back in 1977. And through Manifold Productions, Mr. Pack has written, directed, and produced numerous award-winning nationally broadcast documentaries, as well as corporate and education films. He has uh, quite a resume. He's uh, served uh, at the Corporation for Public Broadcasting as a vice president. He served uh, at the pleasure of uh, President Bush on the National Council on the Humanities. And uh, he has been very, very, very much engaged during his tenure of um, beginning his uh, film and production company. And with that, Michael Pack, we are honored to have you with us today. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, where did this all start? Where did the idea, where did this incubate? Uh, hey, let's see if the, if the Chief Justice would, not the Chief Justice, but if the Justice uh, would talk about his life, or did he initiate this with you? Well, we had heard through mutual friends that he was getting tired of having his life story defined by his enemies, and he was tired of half-truths and outright untruths being told about him. And so we met with him, and after talking to him and doing a little bit of research on his life, I found out, as you just said you did, Bill, that there was a huge amount I didn't know. I mainly knew about the contentious confirmation battles, but when I heard his whole life story, it was such a compelling life story, I felt it had to be told, and I guess we were able to convince him to do it. And as you said, he granted us 30 hours of interviews over six months, both him and Ginny, his wife, and they were the only interviews in the film. The film allows him to speak directly to the viewer and tell his life story, as it says in his own words, the way he experienced his life from the beginning, from dire poverty in the segregated South, right up to the highest court in the land. Mm. And I want to just tell my audience, I misspoke even the promo. It was 30 hours of interviews, <laughs> not 30 interviews with he and his wife, and I like to be accurate. Well, I, sus- I suspect, Michael Pack, that, um, and I've looked at some of the uh, some of the, the takes in the trailers, but I would imagine that when he goes back to his life as a child and he begins to share a story of his poverty and who actually raised him, I suspect it's going to be a very quiet moment in the theaters. Talk about that. Indeed. I mean, his, 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 he, his, he, his beginnings were very, very hard. He was born in Pinpoint, a Gullah-speaking area outside uh, Savannah on the coast of, of Georgia. So English wasn't his first language. His mother was poor. His father left before he could remember, leaving a gap always in his life. But then she moved from... Um, from Pinpoint to Savannah, as he said, going from rural poverty to urban squalor. And for several mm-hmm. years, he lived there without enough to eat, um, not with a proper bed, sleeping in a chair. The toilet didn't even flush. It, it just ch- channeled its waste into the yard. I mean, it was a disgusting, horrible life. I mean, he would be, she'd bring him to school, and he'd leave school, wander the streets alone, you know, five, six years old. And or more like six or seven years old. And then she, after several years, she brought him to her father, his grandfather, to raise. And that's what turned Justice Thomas's life around. His grandfather 
um, gave him uh, tough love, strong values, biblically-based values, and hard work. And he had converted to Catholicism, very unusual for an African-American in those years, sent him to parochial schools. They were segregated, by, run by Irish nuns who loved the kids, believed in the kids, also gave them tough and self-discipline and hard work and religious values. And that was it's that those values from his grandfather and the nuns that formed his anchor from of the twists and turns that then the ups and downs that then um, played out during the rest of his life. And you are quite right. When we show it in theaters, there's lots of tears and laughter during the whole life. It's a very emotional life. Mm. We're talking to Michael Pack, and I'm recommending that you uh, try to get your tickets right now. A movie that's opening this Friday here uh, in the Bay Area, West Central Florida, Created Equal, uh, Clarence Thomas in his own words. Quite a a living history, historical account, and uh, we are so blessed because the individual is still uh, very active, still a member of the high court, and I think this is going to change a lot of perceptions that you may have gathered through the decades from, of course, the liberal media. So he's given this grounding by his dad. It's still amazing to me that he spoke Gulag, and and uh, that, that's where his origination was, and he rises up oh. to get educated oh. to the high court. But talk about, like a lot of young people do, You know, he's in a tough situation. He's looking around him. It's not fair. And so he goes a little left, right? Well, that's right. I mean, first he goes deeper into his faith. Does so well at school, he decides he wants to become a priest, you know, which not a lot of people know. And he enters the seminary. Now, the the, the parochial schools had been um, all black, segregated, but the, the seminaries had been all white, and they were just desegregating. He was one of the first. And there he experienced some racism from the seminarians in one notorious incident. They're watching when Martin Luther King Jr. was shot, watching TV. And one of them says, I hope that son of a bitch dies. And that's mm. just shocking to Justice Thomas, mm. as it's shocking today. And it just made him feel the church wasn't doing enough for civil rights. It's the late 60s. You know, there's radicalism in the air. He loses his faith, loses his vocation, tells his grandfather he's not going to become a priest. His grandfather promptly kicks him out of the house. And then he, as you just said, he goes left. He decides race and racism explains everything. His grandfather is a sucker. You know, he has to go wherever he can. He has a full scholarship, luckily, at Holy Cross. But, but his radicalism continues in college. He helps form the Black Student Union. They invite Black Panthers to speak. And he doesn't really recover his faith until he hits the kind of bottom. He's, he goes to a very an anti-war rally in Cambridge that becomes kind of violent. He sees himself caught up in a sort of mob, violent mob mentality, horrified by what, by what he sees. And he goes, when he goes back to Holy Cross, it's well after midnight. He hadn't prayed in many years, but he kneels in front of the chapel, which is closed, of course, and, and asks God to take anger out of his heart. He mm. will take anger out of my heart. I'll never hate again. And that's part of his journey back to faith and back to conservative ideas that he feels were the basic values of his grandfather and the nuns. Mm. I mean, an amazing what, story. 
What a lesson in character. Again, uh, the movie yeah. that I'm recommending for this weekend is Created Equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words, and uh, be a great one for you to see this weekend. We're talking with Michael Pack, the director. Well, then the, one of the big milestone happen, milestones happens. He supports Ronald Reagan to be president. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, well, first of all, we should say I think that the movie is at the vil- in the villages at Old Mill Playhouse. I don't know how close that is. I know that's in your general area. But- yeah, the villages oh. is up near Ocala. So let's just uh, tell you some of our folks, uh, it is worth the drive to go to Ocala uh, and mention that venue again for us. Old Mill Playhouse. All right, Old Mill Playhouse. But but they can find it on our website, justicethomasmovie.com which lists okay. where it's playing everywhere, including at, in the villages. But if it's not, you know, we also, if there's a big enough group, we can make another show happen nearer to you. There's a place to sign up on the website. But I encourage people, just as you said, Bill, to make the drive. I mean, we really need, need people to show up. These films can't keep coming if people don't actually go to the theater. People on the left do a way better job of showing up and supporting their filmmakers. I yes. ask for the same. And I do not believe you have to be conservative to like this film or agree with Justice Thomas. I think it, it, it is a great story. Although, you know, as to, to pick up where, where, where you asked, when he, but he, he does make that. that this, Ronald Reagan, the first Republican he votes for, and that was a big watershed in his life. And he ends up working in the Reagan administration. And once he becomes a public figure, He's attacked by the left his entire life, from then up to today, reaching a peak, perhaps, during his confirmation battle, but unceasing. And often the attacks are in thinly veiled racist language and tropes. We have, um, you know, you see, we have cartoons of him as a shoeshine boy, shining Scalia's shoes, dressed up in Ku Klux Klan robes, as a lawn jockey. Things, as Justice Thomas said, that you could not say about a liberal African-American without being accused of racism and drummed out of the journalistic core. But you can say anything about him or other conservative African-Americans. So that battle begins. It is a turning point, just as you said, Bill, when he votes for Ronald Reagan. So his life changes then. That's, That's very true. All right, let's do this because we've got a couple of minutes left. Let me just tell you that, yes, Anita Hill is going to be very well dealt with within this documentary. He is also going to share his thoughts about the flashing back during the Kavanaugh confirmation Mm -hmm. affair. Uh, And so that's part of it. But the last theme I want to ask you, because um, the whole idea was what struck me, that he makes a statement, he was just uh, the wrong black man. Talk about that. Well, that's right. I mean, he means that he wasn't the kind of black man you were supposed to be. He didn't have the right views. He didn't support affirmative action. He was Catholic. Uh, he didn't support busing. And so in, he was just um, exiled from the, by the civil rights establishment, treated as a traitor to his race. I mean, I myself went from the left to the right in my life, and I've never been accused of being a traitor to my race. I mean, it, it's, an, it's an amazing kind of accusation, and, and, it, and it fuels the, the passion of the attacks against him. So it, 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 um, it's something he's struggled with 
from the 80s on, even in the 80s, he was attacked by Hiding Carter, a southern, a prominent southern, white southern journalist, as because he worked for Ronald Reagan, more or less, as a chicken-eating preacher who, was, who would take looking for crumbs from the white man's table. Wow. Has, well, let's do this. Let's do this. Michael, Michael Pack, we're going to have to leave it there. Let me tell our audience, it's going to be playing this weekend at the O'Mill Playhouse there in the villages outside of Ocala. But you need to go to justicethomasmovie.com, justicethomasmovie.com. And uh, we also want to tell you, communicate to that website, and let's get a showing here in West Central Florida. Michael Pack, sorry we ran out of time, but thanks for being with us. Thank you. It'll be on all week, all week. All right. Thank you. Uh, we'll cover that in just a moment again. This is Bill Bunkley live from the state capitol in Tallahassee. Got a quick break. We'll tell you how to see this movie again when we get right back. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. In a recent interview with the Financial Times, legendary investor Warren Buffett criticized businesses for imposing their own political framework on the rest of society. At first glance, this may come as a surprise. Buffett is himself a politically active liberal. But even he can see that woke capitalism has gone too far. As an investor, he's been consistent in supporting businesses that put shareholders first. The shareholders, after all, are the owners. Carbon neutrality, LGBTQ activism, sustainability, and other forms of virtue signaling are just another form of corporate perk. The private jets of a business class that craves social validation. Validation not for being rich, but for being woke. Such indulgences might win them points in their social set and with elite media, but not with their owners. If they want to do it, they should at least do it on their own dime and with their own time. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm, phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come, but if I will go, I will send him to you. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. Hey, Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee. Let's, uh, let's get right back to it. Um, boy, I tell you what, sometimes those hard breaks and you get into a very compelling subject. It's, it's very frustrating for your host. But, um, hey, we, uh, we certainly appreciate uh, uh, those that uh, support us um, with their uh, commercial work that we do for them. So I'm certainly all about uh, getting, getting the word out from those who are uh, our sponsors. But let me go ahead and, and just um, give the proper exit we were talking with the producer, Michael Pack. He has, cre- he has uh, directed a brand-new movie. Uh, yes, director of um, a Created Equal, Clarence Thomas, in his own words. Now, let me give you this website, justicethomasmovie.com, justicethomasmovie.com. Now, there you can find out more about um, this movie. It is Clarence Thomas, in his own words. There were 30 hours of interviews with him and his wife. Uh, you have uh, a link there to watch the trailer. You also have the list of all screenings, and you're going to look for the Old Mill Playhouse at the Villages, which is uh, from uh, Central Florida, I-4, I-75. Um, you're looking at about, uh, oh, about an hour and 20 minutes, hour 30 minutes to get up to the Villages. And it's playing for the next week at the Old Mill Playhouse. But, uh, boy, I, I sure would be interested if uh, someone listening today has the uh, contacts and has the ability to get some folks together and to um, um, have an opportunity to just uh, bring this movie a little bit closer. Let me go down to screenings here. This, my, 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 hold on. Have you ever had it when you're, you just hit it and your laptop just runs. Let me just see what else we got going here. I, uh, I am just checking. Should I play uh, Jeopardy music? No. Uh, from Friday to February the 6th in the Villages, the Old Mill Playhouse. Uh, that's one. And I'm looking so many different cities. That is the only city in Florida so far. So let's get the word out and let's try to... Um, and get this movie uh, a little better uh, circulated, and uh, I know that I want to see it, and I uh, hope you do as well. 
Well, we're broadcasting live from the state capitol here in uh, Tallahassee. It's been a very, very busy first hour. And uh, because of um, our interview um, on the new movie, we didn't get a chance to hear from a lot of our folks. Um, I do want to bring back in Jay Sekulow and uh, give you a chance to hear him on our answer stations. Um, because uh, yesterday uh, he made the case, and they're wrapping up this afternoon, by the way, that uh, what I was saying earlier about the whole idea about um, what is uh, available for uh, you know, impeaching the president and that uh, this in no way um, is um, the type of evidence that uh, rises to the occasion of impeaching him. Now, uh, I'm trying to get to that cut, and uh, now you can play the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, I was I'm, only kidding. I really don't have it ready, but I, I no, will not take too long. Well, we've been we we've had these opportunities and a, a lot's going on and it's live radio and so as um we're getting an opportunity to uh, now I got to get back to the cut. And for some reason my laptop where we have the cuts right now, you just hit the scroll button and it goes like three pages. Let's see if we can get to it. If not, um we will consider something else. That's, um, well, let's do this. Jose, how much time do we have? About. Do, 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 do. Well, we can't do that. Because I was looking for the Jeopardy music. (laughs) All right, let's do this. We're just going to, I'll tell you what we're going to do. If you will, if you want to hear more of uh, a little bit of my commentary, we will, um, continue that over into the next hour. Now, for those of you listening on our answer stations, understand in just a moment that uh, on those stations, we'll be switching over to today's um, uh, episode of uh, Jay Sekulow Live. So you're going to hear Jordan Sekulow in just a moment, and uh, great show, great colleagues, and certainly plugged into what's going on there in D.C., But um, if you want to come over to AM 570, pretty much around Central Florida, uh, AM 910 in Plant City, um, uh, you can tune in to 100.3 in Hudson, and, uh, of course, uh, there in Lakeland as well, 102.1 FM. Both of those uh, latter ones are FMs. Um, We'll do a little bit more of my perspective of some of the testimony. Plus, uh, we're going to talk about that um, legislation that deals with uh, carrying uh, concealed weapons inside of churches. That was heard early this morning, and I'll walk you through that, Bill. Plus uh, a little bit of insight on the faith life of Kobe Bryant. So all of that's happening in the second hour and reminding you that we are live in the state capitol here in Tallahassee. A little bit of a programming note tomorrow Um, we're going to um, hopefully be able to bring you live broadcast uh, somewhat from the floor of the Florida Senate because uh, Kelly Stargell, Florida State Senator from Polk County, she is going to be bringing the parental consent bill for consideration, discussion, questions, and debate in the Florida Senate, and we'll try and bring some some of that to you live tomorrow. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment on our Faith Talk stations. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Santa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Land Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Land Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, that faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Trump impeachment defense team has surprisingly changed course and wrapped up their arguments several hours ahead of schedule. Bob Agnew reports from the U.S. Senate. Trump attorney Pat Cipollone says he began the day with a lengthy presentation in mind, but had a change of heart. I think you've heard a lot from our side, and I think we've made our case. A case Cipollone says doesn't need to be rehashed for the additional 13 hours of allotted time. All you need in this case is the Constitution and your common sense. Senators get a chance to start submitting their questions when the Senate reconvenes tomorrow afternoon. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Meanwhile, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham says President Trump had good reason to be concerned about Vice President Biden's dealings with Ukraine. You have to be willfully blind and say that Democratic uh, misconduct doesn't matter to you, not to believe that the president had a good reason to ask the Ukraine to look into the Biden affair. He says calling the Bidens as witnesses in the Senate impeachment trial is justified if the president's defense team decides to do so. President Trump unveiled his administration's Mideast peace proposal, calling it a historic opportunity for peace. Mr. Trump says he's done a lot for Israel and wanted to be fair to the Palestinians. This map will more than double the Palestinian territory and provide a Palestinian capital in eastern Jerusalem where America will proudly open an embassy. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says this works for both sides. A brilliant future for Israelis, Palestinians and the region by presenting a realistic path to a durable peace. The Palestinian President Mahmoud boss said a thousand no's to the Mideast peace plan. On Wall Street, the Dow by 187 points, the Nasdaq rose 130, the S&P 500 advancing 32. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. 
Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The new government in Sudan is promising reform after placing seventh on the Open Doors USA list of the world's worst persecutors of Christians. Still, experts are urging caution. Obviously, though, the, the wider culture there has been trained in an Islamic extremist agenda, many of them anyway, and there's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of issues there. Open Doors CEO Dr. David Curry tells SRN News. There's a lot of sticky issues there which are, are going to come up as, as time goes on, but let's hope. Let's hope that this is the last time Sudan is, is this high on the watch list. See the list at opendoorsusa.org. Tennessee Republican Governor Bill Lee wants to enact some of the strictest abortion laws in the nation, which would include banning women from undergoing the procedure once an unborn baby's heartbeat is detected. The governor made the announcement last week surrounded by dozens of GOP state lawmakers. Lee says he'll soon introduce a heartbeat bill that would essentially bar abortion at about six weeks. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida. And uh, we've had a busy show so far, and um, I want to remind you that, um, well, let me tell you what we've talked about already since 3 o'clock. In the 3 o'clock hour, we had quite a comprehensive conversation about the very important historical announcement from um, the White House uh, earlier today, just after the noon hour. President Donald Trump, along with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he wrote out his very comprehensive two-state peace plan between 
the um, the Israelis and the Palestinians. Now we um, gave uh, quite a bit of a breakdown. My commentary, both from uh, years of studying that region and also being in and out of that region, uh, to know exactly uh, by being there what is the plight of the Israelis, what is the plight, what is the plight of the Palestinians. We also had extensive uh, cuts from about a 45, well, actually about a 50 to a one-hour announcement uh, there in the White House with many evangelicals, many Jewish leaders, and also uh, some of the foreign relation uh, heads of several Arab states. And this plan is being widely embraced. We don't know, um, you know, over time after the rhetoric settles down, if this is something that the Palestinians can be um, encouraged to accept, it is a good opportunity for them. If they don't, it just, uh, again, as I reiterated the first hour, it is just uh, going to be demonstrating on how much they are really not interested in peace. Then in the second hour, we had a chance to hear from Pam Bondi, our uh, attorney general, former attorney general from Florida. She was making the case for the corruption of Hunter Biden as uh, she presented that evidence yesterday in the impeachment trial. But the highlight of the second hour was having a chance to talk to Michael Pack. He is director of uh, a new movie, and uh, it is um, a created equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words. And that's playing up in the villages. And uh, we had a chance to talk with him. A lot of things that I didn't know about Justice Thomas's life, and I'm probably sure you don't know either, uh, 30 hours of interviews uh, was conducted by uh, of course, Michael Pack, the director, and Justice Thomas and his wife. And uh, we hope that um, some of those um, showings can be expanded here to Central Florida. Now, I'll tell you about both of those to remind you that I realize that most po- most people do not have the time to listen to the three-hour version of the Bill Bunkley Show. But there's a, there's a good alternative. Right now, if any of those two subjects interest you, shortly after we go off the air, Jose Cruz, our producer, will be um, loading those up uh, on our podcast page. And so all you have to do is go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the link for the podcast, and the Bill Bunkley Show is just right there on the top of that page. Uh, You can either download it, take it with you, listen to the first two hours, or you can listen to it online But, again, um, a lot uh, going on on this day, and I want to let you know if you didn't get a chance to to hear that, um, give you that opportunity to know where to get that, and uh, we're going to be moving on here. Now, um, there's a a few more um, cuts, and normally I do this more in the 4 o'clock hour when we have our answer stations with us, but particularly between Jay Sekulow and Alan Dershowitz, that um, I think there is um, uh, a real educational component here from some of the testimony from yesterday's uh, impeachment trial. And so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go back and play some of that um, uh, to get started here uh, in this second hour and uh, give you an opportunity to listen in. And, of course, uh, Ken Starr, who was... um, a key component of the uh, impeachment of um, uh, Bill Clinton. Um, He testified yesterday as part of the president's defense team and uh, talked a little bit about the the life and times that we are living in. 
And I ask you to listen very closely, and what are your thoughts? Are we now in this contentious age of impeachment? This is Ken Starr. And significantly, in this particular juncture in America's history, the Senate is being called to sit as the high court of impeachment all too frequently. Indeed, we are living in what I think can aptly be described as the age of impeachment. In the House, resolution after resolution, month after month, has called for the president's impeachment. How did we get here with presidential impeachment invoked frequently in its inherently destabilizing as well as acrimonious way. Briefly told, the story begins 42 years ago. In the wake of the long national nightmare of Watergate, Congress and President Jimmy Carter collaboratively ushered in a new chapter in America's constitutional history. Together, in full agreement, they enacted the independent counsel provisions of the Ethics and Government Act of 1978. But the new chapter was not simply the age of independent councils. It became, unbeknownst to the American people, the age of impeachment. So we're in the age of impeachment. And uh, the second comment I'd like you to hear from a uh, former prosecutor in the Bill Clinton impeachment uh, trial, uh, Ken Starr, uh, what is his opinion about if what we have been seeing and what have we been presented, does it rise to removing Donald Trump from office? And so the appropriate question. Were crimes alleged in the articles in the common law of presidential impeachment? In Nixon, yes. In Clinton, yes. Here, no. A factor to be considered as the judges in the high court come, as you will, individually to your judgment. Hmm. Now, that was also echoed by Jay Sekulow, and you know that Jay is uh, part, uh, one of my colleagues here with the Salem Media Network, and uh, uh, here you can hear his program at noon each weekday. Jordan Sekulow has been doing that program mostly, so, but he's very plugged in with what's happening, so great opportunity for you to be informed as well. But Jordan, uh, excuse me, Jay Sekulow also weighed in about the fact that, um, Look, there was policy differences. There was policy difference between John Bolton and the president. They argued about those policy differences. But do those those differences rise to throwing President Trump out of office? Let's listen to Jay Sekulow. It is our position as president's counsel that the president was at all time acting under his constitutional authority, under his legal authority, in our national interest, and pursuant to his oath of office. Asking a foreign leader to get to the bottom of issues of corruption is not a violation of an oath. It was interesting because there was a lot of discussion the other day about Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, and one of the things that we reiterate is that he himself said there was, he did not know if there was anything of crime or anything of that nature. He had deep 
policy concerns. And I, I think that is what this is really about, is deep policy concerns, deep policy differences. But we live in a constitutional republic where you have deep policy concerns and deep differences. That should not be the basis of an impeachment. If the bar of impeachment has now reached that level, then for the sake of the republic, the danger that puts not just this body, but our entire constitutional framework in, is unmanageable. Hmm. Now, what I really wanted to get to, and uh, we are sort of uh, spilling over from what we normally do in the 4 o'clock hour, and that is the constitutional expert, um, actually a, a registered Democrat, uh, we're talking about Alan Dershowitz. Well, he is uh, part of the presidential team um, in as much as uh, he has been laying the groundwork for, uh, of course, it's his interpretation, but what does the Constitution actually say? So there's a series of statements that uh, I think that for our, our audience here are, are going to be very helpful to hear uh, from um, Alan Dershowitz as he made his presentation yesterday. And so let's go ahead <clears throat> as he begins uh, um, his uh, opportunity to share this with members of the Senate as uh, and, it, and the Chief Justice, as well as uh, those on the prosecution and defense team. Distinguished members of the Senate, <clears throat> our friends, lawyers, fellow lawyers, it's a great honor for me to stand before you today to present a constitutional argument against the impeachment and removal not only of this president, but of all and any future presidents who may be charged with the unconstitutional grounds of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. I stand before you today as I stood in 1973 and 1974 for the protection of the constitutional and procedural rights of Richard Nixon, who I personally abhorred, and whose impeachment I personally favored. And as I stood for the rights of Bill Clinton, who I admired, and whose impeachment I strongly opposed, I stand against the application and misapplication of the constitutional criteria in every case and against any president without regard to whether I support his or her parties or policies. I would be making the very same constitutional argument had Hillary Clinton, for whom I voted, been elected and had a Republican House voted to impeach her on these unconstitutional grounds. I am here today because I love my country and our Constitution. Everyone in this room shares that love. I'm going to take a break in just a moment. That was Alan Dershowitz, and I'm going to be sharing a little bit more of his analysis of the Constitution as it relates to impeachment. And um, would ask you to pray for him. Uh, Alan is a registered Democrat, and because that he had agreed to just speak to the Constitution, he's not taking any other aspects of the president's defense of the he said, he, she said, He's talking about laying the groundwork on what the constitutional Constitution of Founding Fathers uh, provided for impeachment. Uh, I learned that members of his family have stopped talking to him. Other Democrats in the Democrat Party are being very, very 
ugly toward him, and so with great pressure, he is serving his country by testifying. We'll hear more from Alan Dershowitz. I'm Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee. Be right back. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been writing the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Of the appearance of a man above upon it. Now this speaks of the incarnation of Christ. The fact that God became a man. The Word became flesh. Pitched his tent here among us. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Why would parents of five children sacrifice so all could attend Elfers Christian School? Ask Diana Burke. I just love the heart of the people here. The teachers are very warm. It's traditional classrooms. They're small sizes. And it's a safe environment, and they feel very loved. Your child deserves to soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfers Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235. Online at elferschristianschool.org. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you of our ladies' night out that uh, you need to be signing up for. What a fantastic opportunity for ladies all around our uh, listening area to have a chance to come for an opportunity not only to uh, have some great hors d'oeuvres, but to have a chance to look around at some very compelling booths from uh, some of our folks that want to connect with you. And you're going to have a chance to uh, talk a, a little bit about um, – Uh, Well, Christian fashion and dressing and uh, modesty and all the like, and uh, it's going to be an absolute night of fun. Now, it's happening on Thursday, March the 5th, and uh, it's going to be uh, in a new location this year. We're going to be in Temple Terrace, and that's going to be at the Mission Hill Church at 10,002 North 56th Street, Temple Terrace in the heart of Temple Terrace. And uh, by the time we get a chance for you ladies to hear from Sherry uh, Brando and um, what she's going to be sharing with, um, well, Christian fashion and your image. And, by the way, when she finished speaking, uh, you're going to go back in and have a dessert social, and you'll get a chance to go to all of those booths to uh, pick up 
uh, to see if you uh, have the winning ticket to pick up the, the prizes being given away from all of our sponsors. That's happening on March the 5th. Now go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Also, got another website for you reminding you that we are right in the middle of our kickoff for the school year of 2020-2021 for our half-price-off tuitions. Right now, in the next few days, by the end of the month, you have the pick of the litter. We've got our schools that have just signed up. Some are still signing up. But uh, if you want to find out how you can save thousands on your Christian um, education for a year, uh, we're going to give you a program whereby we will introduce you to a prospective school that you can view on our list at christiantuitions.com. That's christiantuitions.com. Go there and see if you see a school that interests you. And no joke, it's not too good to be true. Whatever that annual tuition is, we're going to cut that in half. So if uh, you've got an annual tuition of $8,000, you'll pay 4000 for the first year. If a school has a $5,000 tuition, you'll pay 2500 And if the school is just at $4,000, you're going to save $2,000. Nonetheless, you're going to save, save, save. Find out not only about the schools that are wanting to get to know you, and we'll make that introduction and put you in a qualification class uh, for that 50% off, but to find out more of how the program works, how to contact us and put it all together, go to christiantuitions.com. That's christiantuitions.com. Let's get back to uh, Alan Dershowitz because he's um, did a marvelous job giving us a constitutional lesson of not only what the Constitution says, but the real intent, I believe, of our founding fathers. Let's talk a little bit about what would happen if this process uh, were to be able to be successful. Um, would it place the Congress above the law? Would it pay, place the Congress above the Constitution? Let's listen to constitutional expert Alan Dershowitz. Congresswoman Maxine Waters recently put it more succinctly in the context of a presidential impeachment. Here's what she said. Impeachment is whatever Congress says it is. Wow. There is no law. Wow. But this lawless view would place Congress above the law. It would place Congress above the Constitution. For Congress to ignore the specific words of the Constitution itself and substitute its own judgments would be for Congress to do what it is accusing the President of doing. And no one is above the law, not the President and not Congress. Hmm. Dershowitz went on to talk about the fact that um, there have been some reporting that Adam Schiff and others as part of their presentation, have uh, really been taking things out of context and then talking about the fact that they can assign the motive to the president or the motive to someone else. And this idea of the, the subjective probing of uh, motives, is that a reason to impeach? Again, Alan Dershowitz is going to be weighing in on that. In order to conclude that such mixed motive actions constituted abuse of power, opponents must psychoanalyze the president and attribute to him a singular self-serving motive. Such a subjective probing of motives cannot be the legal basis for a serious accusation of abuse of power that could result in the removal of an elected president. Yet, 
This is precisely what the managers are claiming. Here's what they said. Quote, whether the president's real reasons, the ones actually in his mind, are at the time legitimate. What a standard. What was in the president's mind, mm. actually in his mind, what was the real reason? Would you want your actions to be probed for what was the real reason why you acted? Even if a president were, and it clearly shows in my mind that the framers could not have intended this psychoanalytic approach to presidential motives to determine the distinction between what is impeachable and what is not. Hmm. Certainly uh, food for thought as uh, those of us who are non-lawyers are trying to get our hands around uh, just what is trying to be accomplished by this move for impeachment. Now, uh, it hasn't been talked about, wasn't talked about much yesterday, and uh, it was referred to briefly today by Jay Sekulow. But what about John Bolton? What about the former security advisor, Donald Trump? What about this tell-all book, this bombshell? What if there was a conversation in the Oval Office, a privileged conversation between President Trump and Bolton? A lot of things are said. Not all things that are said and exchanged are carried out. But what if that happened just the way the New York Times is asserting that it's written in the manuscript? Well, are we going to throw him out of, out of the office for that? Alan Dershowitz weighed in. Let me repeat, nothing in the Bolton revelations, even if true, would rise to the level of an abuse of power or an impeachable offense. That is clear from the history. That is clear from the language of the Constitution. You cannot turn conduct that is not impeachable into impeachable conduct simply by using words like quid pro quo and personal benefit. Now, when we come back, I've got a couple of more that I believe really are educational because Alan Dershowitz is going to develop more on this term quid pro quo. And uh, for a while, until it was decided by the House prosecutors and Nancy Pelosi that they would move away from that term, um, you know, Everything, excuse me, strike that. A lot of what we do in life is a quid pro quo. If I give you this, you'll give me that. Now, when we come back, Alan Dershowitz is going to give us a little bit of a history lesson, especially in light of the Constitution. In foreign policy, is quid pro quo just part of the way business is conducted? Well, for a while, it was such a bad thing with the president, but we'll hear more from the constitutional expert next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump's legal team made a forceful case against the relevance of possible testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton. The lawyers are at the end of their defense, and the Senate is braced for debate on whether to allow Bolton and other witnesses into the impeachment trial. President Trump has unveiled his long-awaited Mideast peace plan, winning immediate praise from a beaming Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, 
a swift rejection from the Palestinians who called it nonsense. Netanyahu called it a great plan for Israel. With Netanyahu standing beside him, Mr. Trump presented the plan at a White House ceremony filled with other Israeli officials and allies, including evangelical Christian leaders. On Wall Street, a good day as the Dow recovered. It was up by 187 points. The Nasdaq rose 130. The S&P 500 advanced 32. More details at SRN News. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations total market penetration for increased return on investment contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. All right, we're back, Bill Bunkley, and uh, giving uh, all of you an opportunity to uh, hear a little bit about the the bottom line foundation and the basis, especially if some of you listening with uh, 
your um, children, uh, teenagers who not only um, in civics and history, but certainly those that are being homeschooled, uh, a great lesson in what the Constitution has to provide for and some of the background and thoughts of the founding fathers of how, how, how bad of a, of, a, of a crime must it be to actually remove the President of the United States from office? Now, a lot's been said about a quid pro quo. And uh, we began with the media giving an interpretation. Oh, the president. The president's conducting foreign policy with a quid pro quo. Now, a, a, quid, a quid pro quo simply means, I'll give you this if you give me that. Did you go in and buy a sandwich today? Maybe you went into one of our fine Cuban sandwich shops. What you actually did was you walked in and you conducted a quid pro quo. You walked in and said, hey, I'll have a Cuban, mustard, mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato, pickle. I want it heated and pressed to go. That's the quid. And the pro is, the clerk said, okay, that will be $4.96. That's the quo. You give them four ninety six. They'll give you a nice pressed Cuban sandwich for lunch. Well, everything is negotiation. You buy a house, you buy a car. I give you this, I give you that. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. And it goes back and forth. Let's get a little bit of a constitutional lesson. How far back does this go in normal negotiations over foreign policy? Listen in. Presidential motives to determine the distinction between what is impeachable and what is not. And here I come to a relevant and contemporaneous issue. Even if a president, any president, were to demand a quid pro quo as a condition to sending aid to a foreign country, obviously a highly disputed matter in this case, that would not by itself constitute an abuse of power. Consider the following hypothetical case that uh, is in our news today as the Israeli uh, prime minister comes to the United States for, for meetings. Let's assume a Democratic president tells Israel that foreign aid authorized by Congress will not be sent or an Oval Office meeting will not be scheduled unless the Israelis stop building settlements. Quid pro quo. I might disapprove of such a quid pro quo demand on policy grounds, but it would not constitute an abuse of power. Quid pro quo alone is not a basis for abuse of power. It's part of the way foreign policy has been operated by presidents since the beginning of time. The claim that foreign policy decisions can be deemed abuses of power based on subjective opinions about mixed or sole motives that the president was interested only in helping himself demonstrate the dangers of employing the vague, subjective, and politically malleable phrase abuse of power as a constitutionally permissible criteria for the removal of a president. Now, it follows, it follows from this that if a president, any president, were to have done what the Times reported about the contact of the Bolton manuscript, that would not constitute an impeachable offense. Hmm. Well, the professor is certainly laying out uh, a very important uh, foundation to uh, this whole idea about quid pro quo. Now, by the way, he also decided, Alan Dershowitz, that is, 
talk a little bit about some of our other presidents. Could they have acted in the same way that Donald Trump did? Let's listen in. I will now give you a list of presidents who in our history have been accused of abusing their power, who would be subject to impeachment under the House manager's view of the Constitution. George Washington, refusal to turn over documents related to the Jay Treaty. John Adams, signing and enforcing the Alien and Sedition Laws. Thomas Jefferson, purchasing Louisiana without congressional authorization. Mm. I'll go on. John Quincy Adams, Martin Van Buren, John Tyler, arbitrary, despotic, and corrupt use of the veto power. James Polk, here I quote Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln accused Polk of abusing his power of his office, contemptuously disregarding the Constitution, usurping the role of Congress, and assuming the role of dictator. He didn't seek to impeach him. He just sought to defeat him. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was accused of abusing his power for suspending the writ of habeas corpus during the Civil War. President Grant, Grover Cleveland, William McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, William Taft, Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Roosevelt, Harry Truman, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, quote, concerning Iran-Contra, and now I say Professor Lawrence Tribe said the following, quote, Therein lies what appears to be the most serious breach of duty by the president, a breach that may well entail an impeachable abuse of power. George H.W. Butch, the following was released today by the Clinton-Gore campaign. In the past weeks, Americans have begun to learn the extent to which George Bush and his administration have abused their governmental power for political purposes. That's how abuse of power should be used, as campaign rhetoric. It should be in statements issued by one political party against the other. That's the nature of the term. Abuse of power is a political weapon, and it should be leveled against political opponents. Political statements. Political statements for a political campaign to be made to the general public so they can decide what level that rises to. It does not rise to the level of impeachment. And for some final thoughts from uh, Alan Dershowitz, You know, this Constitution is a very sacred document. And in that Constitution, all of us have certain protections. If this were to go through, I agree with the professor that this would entail a pretty significant injustice. Here is uh, Alan Dershowitz, some of his final thoughts. The Senate... The Senate was established as a wise and mature check on the passions of the moment with, quote, a deep responsibility to future times. I respectfully urge the distinguished members of this great body to think beyond the emotions of the day and to vote against impeaching on the unconstitutional articles now before you, to remove a duly elected president and to prevent the voters from deciding his fate on the basis of these articles would neither do justice to this president nor to our enduring Constitution. There is no conflict here. Impeaching would deny both justice to an individual and justice to our Constitution. I thank you for your close attention. It has been a great honor for me to address this distinguished matter on this body, on this important matter. Thank you so much for your attention. 
That is the constitutional scholar Alan Dershowitz. And quite frankly, <clears throat> I, um, as I thought about this and prayed about this, you know, I, I said to myself, let's go ahead and let our audience hear um, from someone who has dedicated his life to this sacred document called the Constitution. A lot of us have opinions. A lot of us have drawn our lines of support. A lot of us um, have various reasons to be for or against this president. And um, I want to tell you that I firmly believe that the only remedy to this is going to be the November 2020 election. It is when the American people go to the polls. It's when they are the real jury. Alan Dershowitz may have been talking to 100 senators, but he was actually talking to you. He was talking to the American people. And remember that those who firmly believe that President Trump should be impeached with what I would call very, very flimsy articles of impeachment. I hope you understand, and I mean this, You don't want the president to be impeached over this. Why? Because you don't want to set that standard for future presidents to be impeached by this standard. It is part of the hand-to-hand combat of politics. It's part of the hand-to-hand combat, and as you heard the professor name how many presidents who have been accused of activities that could very easily be in this same category. He didn't enumerate all of those activities. He he enumerated a couple. But I hope you understand that just because someone did something terribly distasteful, maybe even some will say, man, that's unethical. I get it. I get it. But to disrupt a nation in the time that has been spent since the president has been elected, it is on the record. People who are part of this impeachment were for impeachment before he even took the oath of office. And there have been several trial balloons. I think one of the most honest statements, not original with me, is... The premise by many that Donald Trump is guilty and should be impeached. Now, let's go find something that he did that we can rise up and use for impeachment to get rid of him. That is not what this is all about. In my word, if we want to start going down to that level, Whenever you are falsely accused, when someone describes something from their point of view which is not accurate to what actually took place, imagine if that is the kind of country that we will face in the future. So this will play out. I mentioned this before, and some of you are part of my 5 o'clock audience. The bottom line is whether or not we hear witnesses, whether we'll hear John Bolton or we'll subpoena Vice President Biden or his son Hunter, um, probably neither one of those 
will end up testifying, but we'll, we can extend this out to some more of this hoopla. But again, even if uh, John Bolton's alleged allegations, as reported by the, the stellar of accuracy, the stellar of non-partiality, the old gray lady, the New York Times, even if we take what they have leaked uh, in the last 48 hours, uh, you heard Alan Dershowitz, even that, if it is totally true, doesn't rise to throwing President Trump out of office. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about a piece of legis- legislation uh, to round out today's program. This was a bill that was heard earlier this morning. Um, it was uh, in the subcommittee for criminal justice, and uh, it is uh, a bill that has to do, excuse me, what has to do with concealed weapons in a church. It is House Bill 1437 by Representative Williamson. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming up in just a moment, tell you what that bill is, and give you something to think about. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be back live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK 3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. 
When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I want to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Okay, some final thoughts on this um, afternoon here in Tallahassee. Bill Bunkley here. Let me uh, tell you about a bill that I'm tracking up here that uh, some of you may have some interest in is the fact that you're a churchgoer. Well, let me ask you a question. Number one, do you attend church with other people? Do you know if in your church other people are packing? And what I mean by that, do you know if there are people who have concealed firearms with a permit in your church service or not? And how do you feel about people packing in your church service? You know, today, Marion Hammer with the NRA, and I know that makes some of you shudder right off the bat, but um, I certainly support the NRA. But she made a very good point that when you look in some of these um, sanctuary areas, these gun-free sanctuaries, for the maniacs, the evil people who are going to conduct these heinous assassinations, mass assassinations, when you have a, a place where there's a gun-free zone, it really is a killing zone. Because if you forbid weapons in that area, that is an opportunity for someone to come in with a weapon and do mass destruction. So, let's get to the topic of um, House Bill 1437. Jot that down. House Bill 1437 by um, Williamson. Now, what this bill would do, this bill is going to clarify some contradictions or some things that are prohibited in the law. 
Now, let me tell you the new language that would go into Florida statutes. It reads, notwithstanding, and there's a couple of citations here, notwithstanding for the purposes of safety, security, personal protection, or other lawful purposes, a church, a synagogue, or any other religious institution may authorize a person licensed under this section to carry a firearm on property owned, rented, leased, or lawfully used by the church, synagogue, or other religious institution. Part 2. A property owner who rents, leases, or otherwise allows a church, synagogue, or other religious institution to use his or her property may, as a condition of use, prohibit the church, synagogue, or other religious institution from authorizing a person licensed under this section from carrying a firearm on this property. Now, let me clarify a couple of things. First of all, um, if a church owns the property, it's up to the church, whether it is a deacon-led or a pastor-led constitution. Um, the church makes the call, and they can designate people who are, remained uh, properly licensed for concealed carry to uh, be part of the concealed carry inside the church. So it's not a gun-free zone that someone could pull out a uh, any kind of a weapon, a knife, a baseball pad, or whatever, probably going to be hard to sneak in a baseball bat, but you get what I mean. Now, the other thing is that uh, what they want to seek to clarify, if you're renting a property, the prop, a private property owner is renting the property to a church. If that private property owner does not want guns on his or her property, they can make that a stipulation of the lease with the church. Now, the other thing that they're trying to get at here, kind of a sideline, is this. Um, there is prohibitions and statute that when I go to, if you go to pick up your son or daughter at a public school, you better not be coming on the property or going into school with a concealed weapon. That is against the law. They don't want weapons coming to the school. And you have security people there, et cetera, et cetera, uh, who are armed and ready to uh, present uh, a defense. So there's a little bit of a mix-up. What about a church that meets at a high school on Sunday? Well, you've, you've got a problem because here you have a school. It's a public school. But it just so happens that when this church is meeting on Sunday, no one is there that's part of, there's no children there from school. It's not a school activity. So the idea that the position of the majority of the legislature is is that a church can authorize concealed carry if the church is not meeting. The other thing is that even if a church has its own church school, that uh, during the hours of the school, you can't have people carrying concealed weapons while the school is meeting. But if it's a Wednesday night, clearly long after school, or it's a Sunday morning, Sunday night, then you get into uh, the opportunity for uh, the self-defense by way of concealed weapons. So just uh, kind of share that with you. That's one of the many issues that we're dealing with here in Tallahassee. And reminding you tomorrow, we hope to bring you live coverage on the floor of the Florida Senate as um, Kelly Stargell, 
Florida State Senator from Lakeland will be presenting the parental consent for abortion, requiring parental consent. That is going to be heard for the first time on the full Senate floor tomorrow. They're scheduled to meet from 4 to 6, and hopefully we'll have uh, Jose have that ready to go, and uh, we'll let you listen in as that bill is argued on the floor. Well, want to remind you that the most important news today is your understanding that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Uh, the most important decision is for you to accept him or to come back to him. Going to wrap things up. Look forward to being with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock on the Bill Bunkley Show. Until then, have a wonderful evening. God bless and good night.